Welcome to another edition of a Cryptocratic Podcast, man. I'm your host, man, Yuri Komash Laquette, man. Um, I saw some stuff. I'm going through some paperwork, man. And, and, and you know, and let me stop and say, man, I pray that all y'all are doing well, man. Pray that your families are doing well. Um, I was looking through some stuff, man. I uh, got a lot going on, guys. Um, met with a met with a uh, juvenile justice judge yesterday. Uh, uh, me and a brother uh, named Bruce Ward. Who was organized and forming five hundred one called uh, Young Men of Faith Ministries? You know, just reaching out to young men, man, try to get them into the outdoors and teach them how to fish and teach them how to hunt. I ain't never did none of that, so I had some opportunities to learn how to learn how to. You know, I can't shoot no deer, but I but I can learn how to gut him. You know, uh, you know, hamburger meat expensive at the store. You know what I'm talking about? But uh. Man, just Crypto Christ Ministries, man, and uh, and partnering up with Young Men of Faith uh, Ministries, try to go in these schools in Uvalde and the surrounding counties and talk to these kids. So y'all keep that in your prayers. <clears throat> um, another thing that happened, uh, a dear friend of mine who I I won't say his name because I ain't had permission to t- I ain't had permission to, to say this, uh, but a dear friend of mine who doing time on Beto. Uh, has a significant other who is um, pretty much like a mental health counselor. Or she's like a psychologist or she's a counselor or whatever. She's something. She's something important, right? And she's studying, she's studying, um, um, you know, the aspects of prison, you know, coming from a perspective of what kind of challenges that we face. Uh, and uh, and I've spoke with her a little bit, and uh, and uh, she asked me what was what was what was my top three challenges. What was my top three challenges that individuals who are incarcerated that they face? So I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I gave her an answer, uh, and I'm gonna give y'all that answer. So be looking forward to that. But right now, right now, uh, I want to do two testimonies right quick, and this is in some of my material that I brought home with me. Um, whenever I would come across uh, a female and and not, not in the penitentiary, but like a dude's mom or his sister or girlfriend or something. And I needed to encourage them. I had, I had this, these two testimonies and I know that women are listening and I, and I want to, I want to focus on y'all today. I want to focus on y'all today. Right. And I'm going to read two testimonies and I hope that this encourages y'all this first this first testimony is from a sister named Katrina. Uh, and at the time of this being published, she was 22 years old. Okay. I grew up in eastern Kentucky. My dad was a minister and I prayed to receive Christ when I was small. But when a male cousin started molesting me at the age of six, things changed. I thought I was to blame for the abuse, so I never told my parents. Secretly, I begged God to save me. But when he didn't, I stopped seeing him as my loving father. He was my commanding general. I had to be obedient and perfect. So I became a super achiever in my church and school. On the surface, I looked good, but inside I was filled with self-loathing. I hated myself. Eventually, the pain and pressure built up to where I could only find release by cutting and punching myself. I also became bulimic, bulimic, bulimic. I knew I was doing wrong. I was terrified of God's anger, but I couldn't stop. One day, 
After I failed to get an A on a test, I came home and started cutting my face. I punched the wall so hard I broke my hand. People tried to help me, but I continued to abuse my body. Finally, one day I looked at my scarred face and wrist and thought, surely Christ didn't die to give me a life like this. I realized he really loved me and wanted to draw close to me, but I had to put up a wall between, but I had put up a wall between us. I had to learn to be vulnerable and honest about my feelings. I had to forgive those who hurt me and I had to forgive myself. God's word says Christ promised Peter he would be the rock on which he built his church. Later, Peter denied Jesus three times, but still Jesus didn't reject him. He never took away the promise. And if Jesus could restore Peter, he could certainly restore and use me. Step by step, God has healed me. It took a long time to believe he still loved me, that he wasn't mad at me, that he cared about me, and that he could and would truly forgive me. But today I know he loves me, and I finally love myself. That's the testimony by a sister named Katrina at the age of 22. She wrote that. Here's another sister, Brandy, age 33. And I think this one girl right here, I don't know, she looked, I don't know, she looked, I don't know, Hispanic or maybe white. I don't know. This other girl right here, she likes, she biracial. Oh, matter of fact, look at her. I grew up biracial. There it is. I grew up biracial, unloved, and unwanted in a Philadelphia ghetto known as the underworld. My mother was white and a crack addict. Her husband was not my real father, but a pedophile who began molesting me while I was still in elementary school. At 10, my mom let men use me in exchange for drugs. I spent my childhood in the dark world of drug addicts, crack houses, and sexual slavery. Death and chaos were a normal part of my life. I felt like a piece of trash. By the age of 12, I was living on the streets. My older brother, a drug dealer, tried to look out for me, but he was in and out of prison. Murdered when I was 13. All alone, I clung to my abusive 21-year-old boyfriend. For a while, I found refuge in Islam, but I began to question if this was the truth. One day, I was praying to an Egyptian goddess to deliver me from the pain in my life. Then a voice spoke to me, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. When I looked it up online, I discovered it was from the Bible. The Holy Spirit has spoken to me, and it was the beginning of my transformation. I accepted Christ, went to college, and became a teacher. But I was still carrying guilt and shame from my past. I tried to compensate by leading a perfect life, but I failed again and again. As I've grown in Christ, he has shown me I don't have to be perfect. Even in all my flawed humanity, he accepts me as I am. I only have to try and be more like him. Through him, I've been made pure and whole. And that's her story. And many more stories like this can be seen. I know y'all don't have access to the Internet, uh, to the websites and so forth. But if you're getting ready to get out, 
I want you to look up above the noise dot info above the noise dot info. Check out this website because uh, it is it is specifically for uh, young women uh, and that have been through some things in their life, but came through those struggles and challenges through Christ. And that's that. Hey, man, I love y'all, man. Uh, be looking forward to the what three what, what's the top three challenges that y'all face? Hmm. Think about it. If, if somebody asked you, what's your top three challenges you face during time? What would you tell them? Well, I'm gonna tell y'all mine in a little bit. We see we see you on the next episode. It's gonna be a bonus bonus episode. We we'll see y'all in a little bit, man. We love y'all. We we'll see you next time on Crypto Christ Podcast.